but also on the phone, uh, 15 years of coaching in winter sports, um, performance coach, athletics manager, and also he hosts the Above the Snow podcast. And that is our good friend Tim Gale, and he joins us. G'day, Tim. How's it going? We're great, thanks, mate. How are you? Oh, having, yeah. a, having a great time enjoying the Winter Olympics. Yes, tell us about it. What are you, what's your overall thoughts on Australia's performance? Because from my eyes, it's been I, sensational. Yeah, I think we've uh, we've done pretty well. Our most medals at a Games ever. And, uh, yeah, bringing home, home another gold for the first time in, in uh, four games is pretty exciting. Now, mate, I've, uh, it was here. I've seen uh, I'm a lot across the commentary of, of sports. And uh, Dirk Nannis, uh, commentary for a cricketer, is uh, is pretty good. And I saw a, a tweet of yours that you were right behind him as well. Obviously knows his stuff. Yeah, Dirk's, uh, Dirk's first love before cricket was actually uh, was freestyle mogul skiing. So he uh, he actually has a background in it, and uh, he competed for Australia on uh, on the World Cup as a, as a freestyle mogul athlete. That's well, there incredible. you go. <laughs> well, well, we didn't know that one. Yes, oh, he was it. Oh, many. He was. He's a. He's a dutchie. What an odd sport to yep. be second. Yep. Be, to, <laughs> like not footy and cricket. It's footy and mogul. Like or cricket and mogul racing. Like that's crazy. Now, Tim, have you had much to do with uh, any of our athletes over there at the moment? Uh, yeah. So, the, so the one I've had the most to do with Jakara Anthony, who brought home uh, the gold. I actually was lucky enough to coach her for four years uh, as a junior athlete and, and had a bit to do with her over the last few years uh, looking after her from a, from a management point of view and uh, yeah, just fantastic to see her efforts and, and all the hard work that she's put into uh, to stand on that top step of the podium. Absolutely and what's your background then in, in winter, sto- winter sports or is it is your coaching more across uh, could be sort of translated into any sport? Uh, so my, my background for coaching uh, is mainly winter sport, but uh, I have had a uh, dip the toe across a few different areas. Basketball, uh, did a bit of time there early on, and then uh, I've also done a bit of motorsport uh, with a few racing drivers in a simulator setting, uh, coaching them on their, on their driving. But, yeah, winter sport is, uh, is my main domain. Well, I've, I sort of mentioned that. I did hear, I did read about the uh, the driving part, and we've got Daniel Sanders in here at the moment. Uh, you must have heard of him, surely, a big man. I have heard of uh, heard of Daniel, and uh, yeah, been been uh, watching him from afar. There you go. Well, that's what do you say to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. That's you're chuffed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone knows Daniel. That's great that uh, you do as well. Hey Tim, how you going, mate? I'm good. How are you? Very well, thank you. A little bit injured, but we're, we're travelling around all right. Are you any good at uh, coaching uh, dirt bike riders and trying to teach them not to hit a gutter on the road? Well, it's uh, <laughs> co- coaching from a performance point of view is uh, pretty much work out uh, work out what the motivation is and then uh, assess the skill the skills uh, at a high level for, for high performance athletes. It's uh, you're not really refining the technical skills too much. It's um, more about Getting the motivation right and the headspace right to uh, to drive uh, their maximum performance. I've seen that too. Like I was, I was going to ask, just for the average average punter out there, how we would uh, sort of use what you do in sort of our lives, and that's a lot of the mental side of things. It's not about sort of trying to be the best in the business. It's about, but when you're on, you've got to to, to be fully focused in what you're doing. Yeah, it's about finding that uh, finding that right range for uh, whether whether you're an amateur sports uh, 
sports person or a professional and finding the, the right range of some people like to be pumped right up and others like to kind of not think about what they're doing. Probably the, the best one I had was uh, Chikara and then one of the other, other girls when I was coaching them who, who uh, made the last Olympics, Claudia Gwelly. One, one I would have to, uh, at the top of the run, talk to and say, right, this is what you're going to do. This is what we're, what we're focused on. And the other one I'd be talking to about last night's television that she'd been watching and take her as far away from uh, what she was about to do as possible. And do you, do you uh, see much of the AFL world? And what, and what I mean, we're primarily, primarily a sort of football-driven country. Do you see sort of a, even a role for yourself in that? Or is that somewhere you might go? Yeah, I'd love uh, I'd love to get more involved in the, in the football. Obviously, I spend most of my my uh, football season up in the mountains, but uh, I am a, a diehard Richmond supporter, so we've had a few good years. But yeah, there's, there's definitely some room, and, and working with with athletes uh, individually and in a team sense to to kind of get them in the right headspace for uh, to maximise their performance. And Tim, did, with the Winter Games this year, you didn't go over. You just been watching. No, unfortunately, the plan was to go over, but uh, with COVID and everything, the Chinese uh, Chinese decided that no international spectators. So that's why we've seen a lot of the, all the families uh, of the athletes at home. Uh, otherwise, I would have definitely been there, standing uh, at the bottom of the uh, the run when uh, Jakara got her gold. And what about the uh, the the what do we call them the highlighting sports? Like the do you get into the hockey and the uh, the Super G and yeah, my, my original background in winter sport was alpine skiing, so racing, uh, before I switched uh, over to freestyle. So love watching the downhill and, and the Super G and that sort of stuff. And then uh, spent a lot of time living in Canada. So uh, definitely uh, looking forward to, to watching some of the finals of the ice hockey coming up. And also you've got a pretty uh, a broad sort of lifestyle at the moment. You've got athlete management. Is there uh, anyone in particular that we're going to see something from in the near future? I think uh, looking out for, for one of our snowboarders on the World Freeride Tour, which is uh, outside the Olympic events, uh, Michaela Davis-Mann. She's been, uh, she was ranked second in the world a couple of years ago and she's uh, fighting her way back up to the top of the World Freeride Tour for snowboarding. Well, so we mentioned about the Winter Olympics. It's, yeah. it's all downhill. It's all very fast and all very dangerous. I mean, you also have to be dealing with a lot of injuries and, and bringing people back mentally from, from tough injuries. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the ones I had uh, recently. One of the aerial athletes coming back uh, from a knee injury, and and yeah, it's just finding uh, building them back up from from where they are to have confidence in their own skills. And yeah, we we unfortunately part of the sport. We do see uh, a few few serious injuries, but uh, yeah, we we work with them and and try and minimise the risk as much as possible. We've got Daniel here with yes. a very uh, very sore. sore elbow from. Uh, his Dakar race this year probably needs he needs a bit of love, but he's he's, yeah. he's come home for a bit of love. Nah, it's, yeah. it's going yeah. right, mate. Yeah, yeah some, sometimes you need the uh, <laughs> need that little uh, bit of home cooking and uh, yes. home love to uh, to get you back on your feet. It certainly does. Um, and speaking of coming home, Scotty James, I saw came home this week uh, with a silver medal. Fantastic performance. Uh, but what does he? What what did you see in his um, sort of event that he could? potentially go one better next uh, Winter Olympics. I just missed that, guys. Oh, sorry. Uh, just Scotty James, what does he need to do uh, to get gold? Oh, well, I think... Uh, 
I, I'm sure he'll be working hard for the next four years, but I think uh, taking that triple cork that we saw the gold medalist Ayumu uh, do, I reckon in four years' time we'll be seeing a couple of them in his run and, uh, yeah, just, just upping the level of, of that sport just keeps going through the roof. So I think it'll be um, a lot of, lot of time spent on snow and, and training in the airbag for Scotty to try and uh, to perfect a few new tricks, but he, he's right there. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, those those his run and, and the gold medalists were were the two best runs of half pipe snowboarding we've ever seen. So, um, yeah, you definitely can't be disappointed with that result. Does Australia perform? Oh, sorry. Does Australia perform um, better than it should in these sort of Winter Olympics? Considering that, I mean, the snow peaks in Australia aren't that massive. Couldn't hear you on that yeah, one. Sorry, it's me. <laughs> I was going to go back to Scotty's question. Um, with his run, do you think, like, I, I watched, obviously, the final two, and, um, yeah, just his run compared to the gold medalist, like, I just saw the height straight away in it. Like, the amount of height the the gold medalist got compared to Scotty was, was massive. It looked like a metre every every jump. What do you think? Yeah, well, yeah, I think there's there's something uh, something in that, Scotty. I there's a bit of a, a hard one for Scotty as well because he's probably the tallest guy on the tour. Um, so he he actually has to go higher to make it look like he's going bigger. Ayumu, the, uh, the Japanese guy, is about a foot shorter than Scotty. Um, so they're probably going similar height, but, uh, yeah, it always looks a lot bigger from the, uh, from the smaller athletes. And we're seeing, like, these ridiculous tricks, and you're saying that uh, no doubt we're going to improve on these. I mean, how many spins do you think we're, we're going to see? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, when I started uh, my career, the, the, the 720, so two rotations would have won you an event. Whereas now we're looking at at, at 1800s, and I think one of the uh, one of the skiers in in the big air event uh, went beyond that. So that's more than five. Um, yeah, I'm not sure where it stops. I would have said after three or four, that was it. But uh, yeah, I think five or six uh, is looking like where they, where they're going to push uh, the sport to. And it's not a soft landing if you just miss, is it? No, snow isn't soft. Not. We don't. It's not like the cartoons where you just make a little impression of yourself and put your head up. It's snow is not soft. No, no, they're definitely, particularly the half pipe, very firm um, and quite icy. So they spend a lot of time perfecting their tricks into uh, into into airbags. And um, our aerial aerial athletes and and mogul athletes spend a lot of time jumping on uh, on water. So we have ramps that they, they jump into the water to perfect their tricks well before they ever uh, ever take them onto snow. Yeah, very good. Uh, what um, is there any other sort of um, events Australia could medal at for the rest of the games, Tim? Uh, I, th- I think our best medal chances have, have uh, come and gone so far, but right. there's an outside chance tomorrow. We've got Sammy Kennedy Sim in the in the ski across. Um, which is always exciting. Uh, four four athletes down at once, and you kind of never know what what could happen there. So if she has a she's on, and it's her day. Uh, you, you never know. Never know. Oh, so. Fingers crossed. Hey, look, uh, Tim. Thank you so much for joining us uh, this evening, mate. Really appreciate uh, your time. Uh, make sure you tune into the Above the Snow podcast that you host. Um, it's fantastic. I've been listening to it every day. Uh, unfortunately, not the last couple of days, but I'm sure you're going to get onto it um, straight after this. That's it. I'll be uh, jumping back on and, and wrapping up the games over the next couple of days. Ah, oh, fantastic. Oh. So there we go. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time, mate. Cheers. Good on you. Tim Gale, uh, Director, Performance Coach, Athletics, uh, Athlete Manager and Host, as I said, of the Above the Snow. Does a fair bit. 
He does. Yeah. Yes, he's a busy man. Busy he man. Fitted us in, which is nice. And he knows his stuff too. Yes. I was going to ask why they call it the skeleton. 